Beckham. Into Sheringham. And Solskjaer has won it! Welcome to the United Cast. It is Entertainment Talks podcast for Man United and football. I am your host, Matthew. And today I'm going to be talking about the three cup finals. Um... The FA Cup final, Man City and Watford, which was 6-0. Uh, the Europa League final with Chelsea and Arsenal, which was 4-1. And the Champions League final with Liverpool and Tottenham, which was 2-0. Uh, this will probably be, so far, the least focused Man United episode. But it's still this this podcast still covers football. And I'll probably still... There is some players I do... There is some players from these six teams that I do want to talk about in relation to Man United. So I will still be talking about the team itself. Uh, There's a few Chelsea players I want to talk about, some other things like that. Uh, But let's get straight into things here. Uh, The FA Cup final. Um, I didn't write down every single goal, every single specific goal, especially not from the Man City game. Um, That was really a final where... When you look at these three finals and you've got like, okay, Man City-Watford... Not exactly equal. Chelsea-Arsenal, maybe equal. Tottenham-Liverpool, maybe equal. Watford are the one kind of team there where... If you'd have swapped them out for... Uh, sort of anybody else. Like so, another higher up. Like if we were in the final against Man City. Or... Uh, I don't know. Anybody else from... Well, it's not really... You know. Because you had Man City, Liverpool, Tottenham, Chelsea. All those teams in the, in the other finals. Um, but just some, if there was somebody else in that final, that would have made it more equal, I suppose. Because clearly it wasn't equal, it was 6-0. And to be honest, because uh, I, I did watch the highlights when the game was had uh, was out there and that. Uh, which was like a few weeks ago, or maybe a month or so ago. Uh, and then I re-watched them for this podcast, and like, I, I didn't like really think like, okay, I should note down who scores and how they Because like... A lot of their goals were just, okay, run through Kevin De Bruyne, he scores, and then run through Sterling, and then he scores, and then, uh, I think it's Jesus Navas, not Jesus Navas, uh, Jesus, uh, his name is spelt out as Jesus, but I think his name is Jesus, um, him scoring, and then you had the goal with, uh, I think he scored, but then Sterling kind of tried to kick it in on the line. Uh, the best goal to me in that game was probably the silver goal. The David Silver won the first one. Which is where uh, I think it was Sterling headed it back to him. Because someone headed it. Sterling headed it back to Silver, And then he sort of did this thing where he turned and shot. Silver isn't a player I see talked about a whole lot. And I don't really know why. Um, I really think he's... I don't think he's underrated necessarily. But I do think he's a lot more talented than what he's given credit for. And this guy is like around... Uh, his 30s or something. I mean, I'll slowly look up what uh, his his age is as I continue to do this podcast. Um, David Silva, Spanish footballer. Um, yeah, I mean, the way he still was able to like control the ball really well and everything. And um, he's 33, so he's he's getting on slightly. He's got like I think probably a couple more seasons left. He'll be 34 in January. Uh, it says here. Uh, uh, apparently that was like his first goal of 2019 as well. I mean, I can't track every player and what they do and all that sort of thing. Um, but yeah, he's always seemed to be pretty talented to me. And then like he went over to Man City and you had the... Was it like the Nazri Sterling Silver lineup that you had? And then Man City sort of changed their formation. Now they do more of a 4-3-3 thing. Where they have, uh, I think, Gundogan with the other two Silvers in the midfield. And then they have... Um, they have Sterling, Aguero, and somebody else on on the other side. Not not Mane. 
That's the one that plays for Liverpool. Uh, he's got a really similar name. I can't remember his name. Uh, but that's usually their kind of lineup that they seem to have. Uh, but yeah, I just think he's really talented, and that goal kind of continued to to sort of show that as well. Uh, but other than that, like once Man City went like two 0 up, it was pretty like okay, Watford aren't really going to come back. Although saying that, when you because I I didn't see the start of the match, but when I rewatched the highlights, Watford had two good chances at the start, and they had some good energy and everything going into the game. Uh, and they had that chance right at the start, which I mean, that's the whole thing with football, right? Is like. When you have a chance like that right at the start of a game, and if you take it or you don't take it, it can really turn the whole game on its head. Ma- imagine if, like, I mean, you couldn't really say the same about the Brighton game because we were pretty sure Man City were going to win that. Uh, but like, if Watford had taken the league and uh, Watford are arguably a better team than Brighton, um, yeah, that could that could have turned the game on its head. Man City might still have won like six one in the end or something, but. Uh, that could have turned the game on its head because you never quite know what can happen. Because uh, like that could unsettle the Man City team and yeah, that sort of thing. So uh, I mean, that's kind of my thoughts on the FA Cup final. Um, and yeah, it had the most goals, obviously, but uh, or just about had the most goals. But um, yeah, it, it it was a fine final game. Um, but it did get to a situation where like okay, Man City went one 0 up, and the energy was good for Man City, and they were playing some great football. Um, and it was like, okay, Watford can maybe come back, then it was two, then three, and then it discontinued, and then Watford sort of, uh, because I actually did manage to watch the last sort of ten minutes or so of that game, and it was like Watford just sort of stopped after, uh, it, it, it sort of reminded me of the Brighton game, when it got to like the 70th minute, and Man City were, I think they were 4-1 up at that point in the Brighton game, and Man City were just playing the ball about, and Brighton were just sitting there all relaxed and all that, and it's like, you still got 20 minutes, that's a lot of time in football, uh, I mean, look at the that, another game I wanted to bring up the Tottenham uh, Ajax semi-final. They scored two goals or that goal with like seconds to go. So if you got a whole twenty minutes, I'm not saying that like Brighton could have made this for a uh, miraculous recovery against Man City, but they could have done a little something. They could have scored a goal or two maybe, and like give give their fans a little something for the end of the season. But they just didn't. So um, that there's that. So yeah, uh, Man City. I mean. It's it's weird for me at the moment because like obviously Man United fan and uh, Man City and Liverpool are supposed to be our biggest rivals and they are, but credit where credits due like they completely steamrolled um, Watford and they did basically the same thing with Brighton even though they let a goal in at first, and if you're doing that to teams then yeah you are going to win some trophies and they won the treble and. Should I say they deserve it? I mean, they might, they, you don't win the treble by accident. It's like I kind of say in relation to, you know, TV seasons. Big Bang, season 12, uh, Supernatural, season 15, or whatever, Grey's Anatomy, season 15. You don't do things like that by luck. You don't get to season 15 by luck. You don't, you don't win the domestic treble by luck. You maybe win, like, okay, you get to a semi-final of a competition, and you've had a bit of luck, maybe. But then, eventually, you're going to just, do, you're just going to come across a team that's, better than you and Man City didn't so apart from the uh, Champions League obviously they uh, they they didn't get through with that but yeah you don't you don't do something like that by luck so especially a 38 league game season you can have multiple chances to slip up and Liverpool were chasing them and chasing them and chasing them it was only by a point and like they almost snagged it on the final day and I mean yeah should I should I say that the rival team deserved it they, they did they did so it's it's kind of as simple as that really um i mean i'm not gonna like 
be a Man United fanboy where I sort of try and lie to you and say like, oh, Man City and Liverpool had bad seasons. Of course they didn't. Like, they, they still did really well this season. Um, and yeah, Liverpool won the Champions League and there you go. I mean, if you're losing to Barcelona 3-0 and you can score four goals, you're doing something right. So uh, I'll, I'll just sort of put it to rest at that. Uh, but who knows? We come, Man United come back next season, redo the team, whatever, and maybe Man United can start winning some things again. It would be very nice. So uh, that's the FA Cup game, the Europa League final, uh, which was weirdly on like a Wednesday at six o'clock or something. Uh, Champions, uh, Europa League final, Chelsea four-one Arsenal. I wouldn't say that Chelsea steamrolled Arsenal as much as Man City did to Watford, but Arsenal looked like they were. Either that Arsenal were lacking something in defence, or Hazard, Pedro, injury which is too good. Especially Hazard. Uh, I mean, he's probably... I don't know who got mad that, but I would have given the highlights that I saw and everything. I would have probably given it to him. So, uh, although Pedro is a great player. And this brings me on to my first Man United piece of the episode. Uh, there's two there's two Chelsea players who I think would fit in really well at Man United. And you can use any of the six players that I mentioned in the previous podcast. Um... To, to swap with those two. It would be Kante. I think he'd be great for Man United's midfield. He's got plenty of energy. He's like a Skulls. That could, not to take anything away from the legendary Paul Skulls. Obviously he's you know phenomenal. I think he'd be like. He's sort of like a modern day Skulls. But he runs basically. Uh, is he as good as Skulls? No. I, I suppose not. Um, but he just like the way he plays and like he's really good at shooting. He just reminds me of Skulls a little bit. Is kind of what I'm trying to say. But obviously, not to take anything away from uh, the legendary Paul Skulls. Um, but yeah, if we were to have like another similar player to Paul Skulls, um, but different uh, as well, uh, I think Kante would be the one to kind of fit in there. Plus, I just think he's a great player anyway. But regardless of the whole Skulls comparison, I just think he's a really good player. Um, and a lot of people said like, oh, he'd be great to play against Pogba, but we don't really want Pogba at Man United anymore, so, no, not really. Uh, like, let Pogba go to Real Madrid or wherever he's supposed to be going to, and then get Kante in, if we, if we could. The other player would be Pedro, I know he's in his 30s-ish. Uh, let, let me look his age up as well. Um, but I just think that Pedro Chelsea, what's his first name? Um, let's see if his first name comes up here. It just says Pedro. So, um, Rodriguez something. I'm looking at like a brief look at his Wikipedia page. Uh, Pedro something Rodriguez. I'm not even going to try and pronounce what the other name says there. Uh, he's 31. His birthday's in July, so he'll be 32 this year. Uh, next month. Um, but yeah, yeah, maybe it is a bit too too late to sort of grab him. But I just think he would be he would be that right sided player that uh, we really kind of um, could use. So uh, I think he'd be great as well. But yeah, Pedro and and Kante would be two great players at Man United. Kante is Kante Chelsea. I think his name's Angolo Kante. I think his name is yeah in in Angolo uh, Kante. He's 28 and he's had his birthday this year. So, yeah, he's kind of at his prime uh, age for uh, having a last four, three years or so of, of his career. That would be pretty good. Uh, but, yeah, um, I think Pedro's two goals were really good for, for Chelsea. 
Uh, I actually think Giroud's header was pretty good as well. So he's another kind of player, not on the level of Henderson, but another kind of player of like, okay, he's a little bit overrated and he's a little bit whatever. But um, I mean, he scores goals. He scored an important goal here, so he's doing he's he's doing more than what I think Henderson is doing. And again, I was watching I was watching bits and pieces of the Liverpool Tottenham game. I I I don't mean to continue to criticize Henderson. I just don't know what he's supposed to be good at. So, because like with Kante, I pointed out like shooting, passing, pace. Pedro, pretty much the same. Drew's good at headers and probably ball control, all that sort of stuff. I've just watched. I've watched enough of Henderson to still not even know what he is supposed to be good at. And he's the captain of Liverpool. Like that's no small role. So, uh, yeah, the the Iwobi goal was kind of out of nowhere. The the Arsenal goal uh, that was pretty good. I've heard some good stuff about Iwobi. Um, but I, I don't know if he's, like, like how good he... Re- I've not really heard or seen anywhere near enough to, to sort of judge him. But, I mean, if you can score a goal like that, and you're in the Arsenal team, you can't be that bad. So, uh, yeah, that was a pretty good game. So, um, but again, it was kind of like Chelsea sort of ran away with it a bit. So, uh, yeah, there's that. Um, alright, let's take a quick break here, actually. Today's sponsor is Kualu. If you'd like to get started with a domain name and a website today... Just click on the link in the show notes and that will take you over to Koalu to get started. They also have a live support chat system that you can use which is in the bottom right hand corner. So get started with a new website and domain name today with Koalu. Hey everybody, if you would like to get the ad-free versions of all of our podcasts and support entertainment talk along the way... All you need to do is head over to patreon.com forward slash entertainment talk. Sign up either as a creator or as a Patreon. There's no difference there. That's just the option for either becoming a creator now or just staying as a patron for the moment. And then all you need to do is support us at the $1 level tier. That will get you access to all of the ad-free podcasts that we've done in the past. And get you access to all the ad-free podcasts in that month as well. So it's a great way to support us on Entertainment Talk and to get rid of the ads and get your ad-free podcast. As always, thank you very much for listening. Back to the show. Alright, so recently on Entertainment Talk, we actually had quite a bit of content recently, uh, so let me run through some stuff with you. Uh, if you're new to the United cast or whatever, uh, there was a couple of recent episodes just last week, episode 3 and episode 4. Uh, the episode 3 was discussing uh, the players that Man United shouldn't have sold. Uh, so not just from recent seasons, but from like uh, just, just like nine different players or whatever uh, who I think we definitely shouldn't have sold. Uh, there's probably more to add that you could add to that list, but those were just the ones that I chose. Uh, so if I left, so if I left somebody off the list, it doesn't mean I don't think they should have been sold. It's just they weren't included on the list. Uh, and then episode four was discussing going back to the old glory days with the United uh, treble reunion. Uh, of course, Man United played Bayern Munich and they beat them five 0 It was a really really good game, and um, yeah, some players in that film, uh, some players in that team. Um, have uh, still really really got it so that's uh, really good as well so uh, I talked about that uh, a couple of recent film reviews um, classic reviews is back for season 2 uh, that's one of the uh, recent uh, film reviews for Back to the Future season 2 episode 1 there will be 5 episodes for I guess part 1 of uh, classic reviews season 2 uh, so it will be 5 episodes and then it will come back on the 31st of July for the second part I guess which will be another 5 episodes then there will be an 11th episode or a 6th one for the 
for the second part, which will be doing the Season 2 uh, rankings. But Season 2 Episode 1 is for Back to the Future 2. If you missed Season 1, it's all available on the website and on both of the iTunes feeds. Uh, and I did uh, Back to the Future 1 in Season 1. Uh, so you can check that out as well. Detective Pikachu, I did that spoiler-free review for. Um, I also cut a little segment from our Gaming Talk podcast. Somehow we got onto the topic of the DCEU and there's a little sort of five-minute segment where we talked about the uh, state of the DCEU, so I cut that out as its own segment. There was two other pieces that I also cut out, which was our separate E3 predictions. E3 is happening next weekend. Uh, yes, th- no, this weekend. Uh, we we will have one more episode between now and then, which will be on the 5th of June. Uh, but we discussed our E3 predictions, so look out for that. That's on the Gaming Talk podcast. Uh, what else was there? There was uh, the Death Stranding trailer this week. Got a confirmed release date for November 8th. Uh, so we had a separate piece. Uh, well, it's all in- this is all included in the Random Gaming Talk podcast, but I've copied and pasted se- certain different segments uh, as well. And one of those was for the Death Stranding trailer, uh, discussing that as well. Uh, what else have we done? Um, yeah, there's, there's a whole bunch of other stuff that we've done on EntertainmentTalk.org recently. Uh, yeah, the other, one of the other things is the Walking Dead UK podcast. David went to MCM Comic Con. Uh, I think it was the London one that he went to, but he he got a roundtable interview uh, with some of the Lintz family members uh, who play some of the different cast members on The Walking Dead. And uh, <clears throat> he managed to... He, he was nice enough to put that together uh, for a Walking Dead UK podcast special, so that's in that feed as well. Um, and on the website and all that good stuff, so check that out as well. And uh, yeah, uh, DC finales, we've had all of them now Black Lightning, Flash, Arrow, Legends of Tomorrow, and Supergirl. Supergirl is for a season 4 review because we did wrap up our, our uh, podcast last season because we, we didn't want to do the show anymore. The podcast won't be coming back, but I liked season 4 a lot, so I decided to give that a season review. So check out all of those podcasts for all those seasons. Um, and, uh, yeah, that's pretty much what we've been doing. There's some other stuff on the website as well, but that's what we've mostly been doing on entertainmenttalk.org or on the podcast platform of your choice. Podcast services, all that sort of stuff. Let's get to talking about the Champions League final. The Champions League final. Uh, so I watched more of this game than the other two. Uh, I was, because I was watching the, the, the British Sub Awards. And uh, in between, because they were both on for exactly the same time, eight eight till ten o'clock on the uh, Saturday, I think. Um, yeah, so whenever there was like ad breaks or whatever and and that sort of thing, um, I tuned into because yeah, BT Sports another topic I kind of want to slide in here as well. Um, they've been doing a lot of free uh, streams of of their games, like you can watch the matches for free. That they'll stream live on YouTube. Uh, they did it with the Europa League final and the Champions League final. I, th- I think they did it with one other game, but I'm not sure which one it was. I th- it was mainly uh, those two games that they they did it for. That's either a sign that they're doing really, really well. Because I don't know how many people have BT Sport. But apparently BT does have a lot of money. Because they brought a lot of like Champions League rights and all that sort of stuff. Evidently shown here. Um, yeah, so they did... Uh, I either think it's a case of BT Sports doing really, really well and they want to just like give one of the games away for free. Because all you need is a device with YouTube on and an internet connection. That's all you need to watch uh, like YouTube, basically. And it's on YouTube's on a ton of devices. So it's even on Nintendo Switch now. Um, so it's either a case that they're doing really, really well and they just want to like throw out some, some games or whatever. Or it's the case that they're struggling a bit. Um... 
and like they want to try to advertise the service more. I'm I'm not sure which one of the two it is, but I don't know a lot of people that have BT uh, or pay for BT Sports that sort of thing. It's uh, yeah, it's it's very odd, and I think BT Sports make because you can get it also through Sky, so maybe some people are doing that. Because uh, a lot, I I would guarantee a lot more people have Sky, um, not now TV but Sky. Uh, than what they have BT Sports. And you can have like a £5 a month add-on package or something for, for Sky. Uh, where you get BT Sport. I think it's something like that anyway. Uh, you also do get AMC which gives you like Fear the Walking Dead. That sort of stuff. Um, but I, I would guess that's probably another way if you had Because most people probably don't have BT TV. And they're probably doing the uh, more the all the package stuff with BT Sport. Um, and that more people watched the games that way but there's probably there's got to be a reason as to why they streamed two big finals for free on youtube not even you don't even you didn't even have to pay for because like if you search for the walking dead or something and it says the walking dead nine uh, nine seasons you can pay four seasons of tv on youtube um and like obviously there's youtube bread all that sort of stuff they didn't do anything like that this was like okay if ign uploads a news video you just click on it and it plays it was that level of free there was no subscription no payment nothing needed um but yeah i'm just curious to see why they did that with the two big finals uh it's it's kind of interesting but um yeah two nil um i do think it was a penalty i can't remember who it was that stuck their arm out but if even though it looked like it kind of, the ball looked like it kind of hit his chest more you can't stick your arm out like that especially when the ball comes at you and you're in the penalty area. You you just can't stick your you you don't have to put your arms behind your back necessarily, but at least put them on your side. He like had his arm sticking out, and it sort of hit where like his shoulder and his body combine, whatever. Um, it sort of hit like that part of his body, but you you can't stick your arm out like that. Um, if he just stuck his arm out like that and the board hit his leg or something, then that's not a penalty to me. But if it hits like like, if it hit the middle of his chest, like, where his heart is or something, or it hit his ribcage, like, right in the middle of his ribcage or something, uh, that's not a penalty. But it hit close enough to his arm to where it's like, okay, you jumped up, you stuck your arm out, and it sort of hit your arm. Uh, I think that's a penalty. So, uh, what was the, was it? yeah, the Salah penalty, pretty standard, I mean, it's just a penalty. So, um, the Origi goal was fairly good, and what I'd like to see, there was two the players that I was thinking of, uh, Rashford and, um, Origi. I think they should be, because they're both English, um, well, I believe Daniel Origi's English, let me quickly double check that, um, his goal was really good, Daniel Origi, Liverpool, okay, and how, he's fairly young as well, so, uh, he's 24, his day, his birthday is actually the day after mine, um, he is a year younger than me, so, um, Oh, he's Belgium. He's from Belgium. Who was I thinking of then? That, um, because it said he was born like 18th April 1995, 24 years old, Belgium. There's some other Liverpool striker or somebody else that is is English. It's not Sturridge. I'm thinking of. Plus, he's not at Chelsea or Liverpool rather. Um, yeah, who's? I think it's like maybe a Tottenham striker or somebody like that. Um, not Harry Kane. I I was gonna say Rashford and Origi could play up front for England, but he's Belgium. He or he's Belgian. Sorry. Um, yeah. So he's been playing, he's playing for Liverpool for a bit. Uh, Belgium national forward team. Liverpool under 23s. Yeah, nationality Belgium. Um, 
But yeah, his goal was pretty good. It was one of the things like Tottenham sort of fell asleep and they mucked about a little bit at the back and then the ball came to him. And I mean, if you can grab the ball like that and put it on what, what is assumedly his weaker foot, because uh, I think he's right footed, um, and you can tuck the ball away like that past Hugo Lloris, who's a pretty good goalkeeper, at least what from what I've seen. Um, yeah, that's a pretty good thing to, to be able to do. So... Um, yeah, it, it seemed like from what I was hearing and from what I was watching of the game that it was just very back and forth and a very weird kind of final. So, um, I don't know, but, uh, I mean, they didn't concede any goals. Tottenham hit the post twice or something or something like that. Um, but yeah, I mean, they, they let, they conceded a penalty even the first like 30 or 40 seconds or something. Um, and that's just, it, it seemed like Tottenham were like a bit unfocused in the game. I don't know why that would be. So I was also surprised to see uh, Lucas not starting in the game. I'm not sure if he came on or not, but I def I definitely remember seeing him listed on the bench. The one that scored the amazing goal in the in the semi final. Uh, I just sort of thought would have thought that you'd start him. So a uh, bit bit of a strange decision there. But yeah, Liverpool the champions of Europe and they I think the last time they won it was two thousand and five. Um the uh with the what's it like a lot the Alonso uh, Gerard team that, that they sort of had back then, uh, which was actually a fairly decent team. So, um, yeah, the Champions of Europe is not bothering me me anywhere near as much as if they had won the league. Plus, it's like the whole thirty year thing, um, which is is still kind of interesting to me for for the for the league anyway. Whether it's the Premier League or the the first the the old division, whatever it was called back in the day. Uh, it's been 30 years, so, um, it's been, well, almost 15, 14 years since, you know, they won the Champions League, but, um, yeah, it's fine, I mean, I'm, I'm not that, I, I was kind of going in being like, you know what, it'd be really nice for Tottenham to win this, I think Liverpool probably gonna win, but I wasn't too, like, uh, you know, invested either way, I suppose, I mean, I was invested, I was interested, but not, like, to that sort of level, so, um, yeah, that's all the finals of the cup competitions. If, um, of course, there was the Caraba Carabao Cup, whatever, whatever that stupid thing's called. It really bothers me. Um, yeah, that was back in whenever, whatever month that was, and Man City obviously won that. Uh, let me type that. I want to type that in and see. Carabao Cup, it's called. It's C A R A B. AO Cup. Um, it used to be known as something else. Liverpool have got the most of those eight titles. Um, current champions Birmingham won it once. It's been referred to as the EFL Cup, English, just like Football League Cup. Um, it used to be called like the Carling Cup, I'm pretty sure as well. But yeah. Carabao, that's just a weird name to me. So, like the Champions League, and you recognise, like the Premier League, Europa League. So, I don't know, it's weird. Uh, Alright, that's my thoughts on the finals. If you guys have any thoughts yourself on any of these games, or anything related to football, or Manchester United, or anything like that, Matthew at EntertainmentTalk.org, Twitter, eTalkUK, there's the contact page, and there's information in your show notes. If you'd like to support, uh, I almost said Man United, if you'd like to support Entertainment Talk, um, and support the podcast, uh, we are on Patreon. So you can search for us on there. There's also a link in the show notes. Amazon affiliate link. You can shop on Amazon. We get a cut. It won't cost you extra. iTunes feeds. Please rate, review, and subscribe to those. Uh, if you don't want to put a review in, just put in a star rating. That will help us as well. 
uh, word of mouth, please tell your friends, family, people that you know about the website and the iTunes feeds, uh, share them on Facebook, retweet them on Twitter, put them in different Facebook groups, all that good stuff, video games, if you'd like to watch me, Robert, or David play different video games, me and David are streaming on Twitch, Robert's streaming on Mixer, thank you all very much for listening, and uh, hopefully we buy someone soon. Uh, I I hear almost like three times a week, like oh, Man United are gonna buy Dybala and Pogba. Transfer talks between Real Madrid and Pogba have broken down, and then they started up again, and then we're gonna swap him for. It it really gets ridiculous. So um, in terms of translation, translation, uh, transfer speculation. Uh, I'm not going to be doing like, oh, we've been linked with Lewandowski today. Will we get him for 20 minutes? It's going to be once we've actually sold someone or actually brought someone, when it's been confirmed and they're holding the shirt up and all that, then I will talk about those players. Because it, it to me, is it would be, I think it'd be a waste of your time and a waste of my time and a waste of production time. If I went, because I could go on the internet right now and search for Man United transfer news. And I could be here for like an hour just speculating on like, oh, are we going to swap this player for this player and do all this and do all that? And are we going to, are we going to buy Snyder or <laughs> whatever? It's just not worth it. Uh, so once we get concrete information about, um, you know, who we've brought, who we sold, that sort of thing, then I will do podcasts. Because then it's confirmed information and I won't be sitting here for five, ten minutes go, oh, but if we slot him in on the right or on the left, he'll, f-. no, it, 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 no, I don't want to do that. Not only is it a waste of time for both me and you, I just don't want to do that. And I also try and, whenever I see that on the internet, like, oh, transfer talks between Real Madrid and Pogba, I just scroll past it. I'm like, all right, we're either selling him or we're not. He's either going to stay at Man United, go Real Madrid, or go somewhere else. Just just tell me when when it actually happens. So, that's my stance on that. Thank you all very much for listening, and I'll see you next time. Goodbye.